good evening and welcome to the table in the tavern uh i'm your host patrick and i brought some of my friends along uh my friends of course uh you know them as uh some of them from the agents of the black hand others from our one shot the other night chandler and then of course chris over there shoveling his mouth that would be drake you've seen him on uh one of our nightfall uh games including the one shot if you've been watching that as well um we're gonna go around and introduce everyone i'm gonna start with my man to my left here that's brandon brandon why don't you go ahead and say hi and uh tell us a little bit about your character you've been playing tonight all right well i'm uh i'm brandon like like patrick said and uh i'm going to be playing as gert he is going to be the first mate to captain devento and um right now we're on a we're we're on a ship sailing to another island from chimera uh doing a quest for lady vel uh that is chimera chimera is the name of a, a creature but chimera is the name of the city we yeah. come from which is named after said creature not to be confused with the two uh next up we have chris um why don't you tell us a little bit about the character you're going to be playing this evening which is one of my favorites we, i play with him in a couple different games but he's never been able to have a game that he's been able to how do i say why don't you tell us a little bit about your character let's go with that So, uh, I'm a, I'm a, my name is Drake. Um, my character's name is Tarzinster Archibane. He goes by Tars for short. He's a, um, a sea elf or aquatic elf, storm sorcerer. And uh, he came to these parts by way of Faerun, Forgotten Realms, where he was whisked away from there to... The land of the dread and dealing with the uh, Ravenloft, and since then has found himself yet again portal away to somewhere else. So to say that I have no idea where I am or what's going on would be an understatement. And beyond that, um, I'm a uh, I'm a uh, quite resourceful and can take care of myself. I'll leave it at that for now. And magic. A sorcerer. A storm sorcerer. Um, next up, we have Dean, uh, captain of our vessel this evening. Want to show us a little about your your, uh, your character? Yeah, I'm a. Um, my character's name is Captain Von Devento, uh, captain of the Greasy Roger. Um, picked up this ship by means of a parlay duel against the captain, kicked his ass and got the ship, and now I'm the captain of it, and we're, long story short, we're making sail. I'm a human warrior, well, human fighter, sorry about that, and uh, here with my wonderful crew to see where we go and where our adventures end up on while doing uh, missions and quests for Miss Lady Val. Indeed. Uh, next up, we have Chandler, who's going to be joining us this evening. Uh, Chandler, why don't you tell us a little about the character you're going to be playing? Character I'm playing, his name is Finn. He is a tiefling ranger. I always like tieflings. They're very interesting. 
Um, next up, we have uh, Aiden. Uh, Aiden, why don't you tell us a little bit about the character you're going to be playing this evening? Yeah, so I'm playing Lauren. He's a Dren Ranger. And I am honestly just all about the violence and chaos and having some good coin. But, you know, anything that Lady Bell needs done, I got to get it done. Indeed. Indeed. Um, uh, oh, for those Patrick, of... I forgot to mention on my character. My character, uh, he's a dwarf fighter. Ah, dwarf fighter, yes. Forgot to mention uh, that. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, the character that they're referring to, this Lady Val, uh, the city they left, they, uh, let's just say they, uh, they, they picked up some work from her and are trying to make sure they get it, they see that it gets done correctly. Um, and uh, you can pick up more of that if you watch Agents of the Black Hand, either on Spotify or YouTube or any other major uh, platform primary platforms like Google Podcasts and so forth. Uh, anyway, getting started at the start of this evening, we're going to get started with a little bit of a recap of what happened the last time we played. Uh, you guys set sail from Chimeria and made your way to the high seas. We find ourselves down. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Um, make a long story. Oh, of course. Here we go. Yeah, of course you would. <laughs> um, to make a long story short on that one, we ended up picking up a crew um, to kind of fill in the spots from the pirate crew that disbanded and some wanted to stay, some didn't. Did a few uh, hired self-swords as well. Um, we are crossing the sea to be able to do a, a quest slash mission for Miss Lady Vell. And... Uh, She's got us doing more or less to kill some hags or bitch, bitches. I mean, witches. Um, and, but we're kind of undercover as in if we get stopped by certain other merchant ships or battleships in any way, shape, or form, we cannot tell anybody what we're doing. So on and so forth. Um, and as what they're needing to know is if they do have any questions they that we are merchants going across the sea to sell some wine fine silks and some spices i'm assuming but long story short is, is we're going to be kicking ass and taking some names for lady bell all right yeah all right so recap you know uh, yeah i mean uh <laughs> Really, it's just putting things fresh in everyone's mind as far as what our what happened and what our objectives may be, and also a little bit of getting us uh, getting us in the mindset of where we are and what we were doing the last time we played. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes players they get themselves into things and little tidbits. It may take five ten minutes, and then it gets forgotten. In those two, yeah. three hours that you played, and then you never come back to them. So this is the opportunity to kind of revisit those things, get them fresh in your minds. Um, so as you uh, pursue forward, you're able to circle back to them. Um, I find myself doing that a lot as I listen to the podcast. Anyway, um, you guys were making your way into the to the. Uh, you guys had recharted a, a course 
making your way to the northern lands of Candor in search of a purple worm. You guys were trying to find this purple worm because you wanted some finer things in life and decided to, how do I say, uh, make a deal with a very shady merchant, very magical, and they ended up uh, having you um, go talk to some ice giant? Frost, Frost giant? Ice giant king. Yeah, and it was yeah. kind of strange where you just walk through this portal in this, you guys walk into a tower, and you walk inside, and, and the architecture of the room you're in looks nothing like the tower outside, but like a uh, almost like a tavern or a small shop, walk in there and make it talk about, you know, this, that, and the other. The shopkeeper tells you, doesn't matter what it is, he can get it if he doesn't have it. If he can't get it, he'll make it. Um, and then proceeds to make deals with you for different items that you want, then sent you through a door that he just manifested out of magic, and you passed through it, went and talked to some ice giant in the lands north of uh, Candor, okay, about some purple worms that he wanted dealt with that were making their way south. Um, so you guys were setting off to do that, but then remembered you had a job to do from Lady Bell, and you couldn't be bothered with three to six days travel up in the northern lands of, of Candor. So you decided to get back on your ship, and you recalculated your route. To include the Endeavor in Canmore. And thanks to Aiden and Brandon working together, they replotted a course that could shave off a little bit of time from going all the way around Candor, but going under it instead. And instead splitting Stygia and Candor and going up through the southern southern lands and making your way to the northern uh tundras of Candor, and then making your way from there to, I believe it was Danon you were headed to, correct? No. No. You guys were headed all the way down no. to the lands of Olaine, yeah, where you were set. Yeah. Uh, I believe you were going to Manon. Not Danon. Manon. Uh, southern por going, portion uh, of Davos, which would be Panthers, Panthers Cove. Well, yes, Panthers Cove is right over here, or Panthers Coast. Okay, if you see on the map uh, for his roll twenty, you might be able to see the pop up there. Um, yep. Uh, can I ask you, Brandon? Sometimes it has a little bit of lagginess on the roll twenty issue. Can you just on your end be viewing the roll twenty at the same time I'm pinging? We're going to work this out. You can do a split screen with okay. the Discord on one side and the roll 20 on the other just to make sure it's still reading. Let's see. This is, there it is. Now I'm seeing it being good. All right. So yeah. we've got this is where your venture started. You're talking about the Panthers Coast right here. It's frozen now. Let's see here. We're going to get the technical issue. Yep. Now. All right. So. Yeah, Panthers Coast down there. And you're going to be taking a shortcut between Stygia 
and Candor here. Making your way up to the Northern Labs, if you could pan over there, Matt, or uh, Brandon, a little bit. Yeah, I got you. So then you're going to be making your way up to the Northern area here, which that's where you're going to be dealing with this uh, purple worm. But your true location okay. is over here. Uh, Y'all keep moving it. So you guys have a long journey ahead. Very long journey. Um, it's going to take you almost across the whole of Thalia. And uh, there's no real timetable on it exactly. So you have that to your but with a long journey as it is, I like to uh, to do ventures with a bit of a a roll. Uh, you remember from the last time we we played, guys, right? Um, we had a had you guys roll a, I believe a. You may have had you roll a d twelve. I'm going to ask you to do that again. Roll me a d twelve. Rolling a d twelve. I'll do it on here. Rolling. <clears throat> a whopping three. Everybody, or just? I just need one roll. This is uh the same as we've done in many of our other games before, Chris. Where mm -hmm. I asked someone to roll for a random encounter. Okay. Um. So. Hold a five. I got a twelve. <laughs> Right. Uh, I only needed one roll. Thank you. And it was it was a three. Um, so as you guys are making your way across the vast oceans, um, let me get some perception checks from uh, Brandon. Dean and Aiden. Okay. You guys are top deck. Uh, talking about what it is to be true to Lady Val, it appears. I got a, I got a nine. <laughs> You're at an eight. You're taking good care of your new bow that you got from Lady Bell. What about uh, Brandon? Sweet. I got an eight. And you're fascinated by the bow that uh, that Lorek has has procured from Lady Val. He's showing you where the oath is written on it. What about you there, Dean? What was your perception? Plus five. So, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Thank you. So, as he's, Aiden's over there, or Lorik is over there talking about his bow and talking about how he got it. You know, he was riding on the backs of these dire wolves and shooting at these gypsies and so forth. And they said that, you know, he did a good job. He even shows you the scar that he has on his shoulder from a bolt he took, you know, and uh, showing you the bow that he got, you know, and talking about all this, that, and the other. Um, he leaves out some of the minor details about his arrangements with Lady Val, 
but as he's talking about it over over his shoulder you see something emerge from the depths it looks like a small island a small what i'm sorry you broke up just a wee bit sorry it looks like a small island floating in the uh ocean by itself um it's about a 10 foot by 10 foot diameter uh, it just kind of surfaced. There's a bit of moss and like um, coral that's grown on the, on, on it, uh, almost like it may have just like broken off from the reef below and floated to the surface. Uh, it oh yeah, and um, it's actually in the direction you're heading, so it's about. You know, yeah, a few hundred sure. yards out, but you're heading straight for it. Iceberg, dead ahead, sort of thing. Oh, yeah. What would you like to do? <laughs> um, is it kind of, yeah. Well, well, first off, what we're going to end up kind of, I, I'm going to yell to the men, um, Turn the ship starboard, go around this island. We'll go around this chunk that out of nowhere. We need to stay close to it because I really want to um, see what it is. And if it broke off of the coral, like it's sounding like it did, it might be something or some creature. I don't know. Just We need to keep an eye on it to make sure. And if it's something worth interest, we check it out of course i don't know why i did a thumbs down i didn't do a thumbs down but whatever well okay yeah uh you uh you take <laughs> precautions and the uh the the ship it, it begins to slow as the crew goes to work and you give it a bit of a berth as you begin to make your way around it is that correct trying to try to pass by it just passing by it slowly, but also keeping an eye out. If I can do another perception check if you need me to. Well, yeah. Um, just to see if it's anything worthwhile. Make me another perception check, and I'll give you advantage this time. Okay. <coughs> All right. That's 21. Uh, 21 and 9. So I, I'm going to do the 21. <laughs> so from, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, as you guys get closer, you're noticing, like, there's the sea foam that's bubbling up from around it and it makes the diameter look uh, like a little bit bigger than the 10 by 10 that you're seeing it may be closer to 20 by 20 and so you're you're thankful that you gave it a wide berth because it's actually a little bigger than it than it first seemed and as you're passing by you see what looks like at first you're not sure what it was it looks like a rock but rocks don't float but then you see as it raises up it opens its mouth and uh, it's a yeah. it's a turtle, a very large okay. sea turtle. Uh, they call it something different. Why don't we get some uh, nature checks for the lottery? <laughs> okay. Oh, actually, seventeen. <laughs> I was worried about that. Well, the fifteen and my nature's plus two. Four. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a good night tonight, guys. I can already tell. <laughs> 19 19 so uh, Dean and Brandon you guys recognize this thing from different tellings 
of different uh, vessels that have encountered them on the high seas, you're looking at what seems to be a dragon turtle. And a as as you uh, explain that, it uh, it rushes forward at the vessel as you go to pass it. Its gaping maw of a mouth pierces into the side of the vessel. Or at least oh, attempts to. Huh. Yes, it does. And it's going to do... Uh, 12 points of uh, damage to the side of your vessel. This damage is going to be piercing uh, damage basically to the side of the, side of the hole. And the whole ship lurches. Chandler. Chandler, you're down below in the vessel, okay? Sitting on one of the crates, eating some bread. Got yourself a little bit of uh, summer sausage that you managed to swindle from one of the, uh, the sacks of supplies. You haven't told anyone about it, you know, keeping it to yourself. You get yourself a nice slice of it, and you're bringing it up to your mouth as the as the whole vessel lurches. Whoa! And you lose the summer sausage, and it rolls off behind some crates. And you see, coming through the hull of the ship, the beak yeah. of, of a giant <laughs> uh, sea turtle, okay? And water begin to rush into the hole. Okay. Um, I would like everyone to go ahead and roll the initiative. Um, yeah. That includes you, Chris. You want us to roll what? Initiative. Initiative. Okay. Thirteen. Okay. Uh, I have a thirteen. Was that from Dean? That was Dean. Yes, correct. Right. Aiden got a 25. 25? Nice. 14. 19. I have a 14 from Brandon and a 19 from Chandler. Was that correct? Correct. Okay. Uh, what do you got over there, Chris? 11. That works out pretty well there, Chris. Thank you. Um, so, Aiden. Yeah. You're on the deck of the ship, and Dean has exclaimed something about, you know, this island out there. And you're like, ah, island. It's, yeah, there's, there's islands. I get it. I get it. You go back to your bow, and you're looking at the waves drawn up. You're like, oh, yeah, make sure that the, you know, the, the 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 bowstring is perfectly twined and stuff like that. You're admiring out how the craftsmanship, and suddenly the vessel is lurching, and the bow falls on the ground in front of you. You're like, "What the hell?" You pick up your bow and you look over, and there's of course this sea turtle, giant turtle, that is attacking your vessel. What would you like? Mm. <laughs> it looks like uh, it looks like you're in a dance hall over there. I love it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm playing the wrong music. Let me uh, let me let me see if I can. <laughs> I was about to say, we need to get some disco going. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. Um, I'm not here. And there's mold. Mm. I'm not hearing it over there. Are you guys hearing that coming through there? I'm not hearing anything. I heard it. Yeah. You have Roll20 up on the same, like, is Roll20 playing in the background or is it up, up next yeah, to Roll20? Yeah, it's playing in the background. No, no, no. I'm asking Brandon. On, on your computer. No. Do you have Roll20 playing in the background and then you have Discord up in front of it? Basically, uh, Discord's no, your full I... screen, and behind it is is Roll Twenty. <laughs> no, I have um, I have it split screen. I split screen. Know. For some reason, you I'm just not. Switch it back? No, 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 no. You're fine. For some reason, I'm just not hearing anything. I don't know why. It's okay. Don't worry about it. It's worth a shot. Uh, All right. Uh, I'll tell you what. You can stop sharing. Stop it. Not going to work out the way I wanted it. I'm going to go back to you know the old way, uh, so I could be so I could be privy to the uh, roll twenty ambient sound for the audience on uh, on Twitch, but I'm not hearing it come through. So I didn't know if I was doing something wrong for you. You're not doing anything wrong. It's just the system being on? funny. That's nothing to do with you, bud. Nothing wrong with you at all. I gotcha. Uh, just for some reason, the. I did. I did boost the, the server. It's all your fault, Brandon. Every single bit of it. It's not your fault. It's just something that we need to work out I rather need. than being online, you know, live and stuff like that. It's just something we're doing at the moment. Anyway, um, so. Aiden, you collect yourself. You see the uh, the dragon turtle there. What would you like to do? Uh, hmm. I guess. I guess I'll just, you know, shoot an arrow at it. Okay. Right at its face. Right at its <laughs> face. Um, are you making you a cold shot at its, uh, at its head? Yeah, yeah. All right, go ahead and make me an attack with disadvantage. <laughs> At that moment, he realized well, I he messed up. The lesser option, right? Sagan? Disadvantage is like I have to roll twice and take the... That is correct. Because what, what's going on is this. Yeah. It's not a punishment. What it is is that 
instead of just lining up with the bag and loosing your arrow, what you are doing is you're taking the time to to aim perfectly on a perfect on a certain spot of being its head, and so it makes it a little bit harder to hit that particular target. Well, I got a seven. Right, and so what ends up happening is you you shoot your arrow, but it clinks off the the shell of it as you're trying to hit the back of its neck, and it ricochets off. <laughs> These are the same rules I've used with everyone else yeah. when they make a call shot, remember? Call shots have disadvantage yeah. to attack. I want to hit him in the nuts. Roll for the disadvantage. That's the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, but... painful, doesn't it, Aiden? <laughs> All right, so is that going to end your turn, Aiden? I know you have two two attacks. Oh. So what are you doing with the second one? Uh, I'm actually going to end my turn right there. Okay. You... Uh, you attack and uh, well, like screw this turtle, and that becomes Chandler. Chandler, you're down in the the belly of the ship, and of course the beak of this turtle has come through. Um, water's rushing in. What would you like to do? Uh. I'm taking a stab at it. Okay. So you pull out your... What what kind of melee weapon are you using? What's that? At the beak, yeah, okay. Um, You quickly brandish your weapon and make an attack. It'd be the double-bladed scimitar. Okay. Double-bladed scimitar. I hear you, Darth Maul. Right. This is uh, Finn. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. All right, Finn. Uh, go ahead and make that attack for me, okay? Uh, a 17. 17 does not hit. Um, you Ooh. attack, but it flings off of its beak. So it does hit. It just doesn't seem like it did any damage. Okay? Right. Uh, the hardness of its beak is, is too, too much. As you're rushing towards this rushing in water, it makes it very difficult for you to find... Uh, a solid attack. Is that going to end your turn? Yes. I believe you have two attacks. I do. Uh, I like to try a hit in the same spot again. Alright, make an attack again. Sixteen. Alright, so you once again uh, attack four with your weapon, but uh, the the rushing water, it's it's pushing you back so hard it's it's very difficult for you to uh to make to make contact. Um very bleak, I know, very difficult. Uh 
So I want to look at your character real quick. I'm going to do something real quick. Okay. You're good. Carry, carry on. Uh, we're going to bring it to Brandon. Brandon, it is your turn. Uh, you're sitting on top deck. You see Aiden curse at the dragon turtle as he loses an arrow, but it ricochets off the shell. <laughs> what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to roll. Can I do a perception to see uh, where exactly, you know, the the head of the, the dragon turtle is located at? Sure. Okay. So it's uh you see that it is is crushed to the the uh side of the ship and part of its head is barrowed through the uh the hole of the ship below. I got a I rolled a fourteen. Fourteen. That's what you were yeah, for perception. Alright, you see yeah, so when you look down, yeah, you're fine. You, uh, what, what is there okay. something specific you're looking for, Brandon? Um, so what I was gonna do is I was gonna uh, do an attack and kind of like jump off the side, right, right <laughs> at the side of it, and try to like cut its head off. If I if I can do that, you can try. <laughs> Buddy, you're going to have to swing hard shit. You're going to say it so you really are. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So I'm hey, remember, roll. 17 didn't hit. I got a 19. Um, oh. Okay, so you leap over the side of the ship, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're trying to chop the, the head off of the, the turtle, right? Mm-hmm. And as you come down, you're like, ah, damn turtle, it raises up out of the ship, and Bronco Bull yep. pushes you up, and you flip backwards and fall into the water. So not only do you not hit, but uh, you don't hit, and you're in the water. <laughs> yeah, that don't swim. You don't swim. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Um, is that gonna yeah, I didn't think turn? this one through, huh? Uh, do I have? Hold on, because I think I have. Do you not know how to spell. swim, Gert? Uh, I'm a dwarf. They don't swim very well. So you guys all see this Gert? He jumps up on the side of the on the side of the railing of the ship. And he's like, "I'll take care of this," and he leaps off. And <laughs> that's the last time you hear from Gert. You're a, you're a you're a clung and a plop. <laughs> no, it's not a flop. It's a great. Oh. I was gonna yeah. try to use shape water, but it doesn't doesn't work the way I wanted to. Uh, shape water is gonna take another action. You've already used an action yeah. as your attack, so you can use a bonus action or you can make an additional attack. But of course, you're in the water. Yeah. Um. I was gonna try it. to somehow get me closer to the boat. Let's start. Water. Sometimes you have to to crawl before you walk yeah. and walk before you run. So let's start with yeah. treading water. Go ahead and give me uh, athletics. 
Athletics? God, this is going to be good. I believe so. Uh, swimming is wrapped up in athletics. Seven. Yeah, so oh, you... Good news. Good news, Gert. You're not letting that axe out of your sight. And you're like, you know, you're holding on to the axe. And you're like, all right, all I got to do is get back. And you're just sinking. But you've got your axe. That's a plus. That's a plus. <laughs> is that going to end your turn? Um, that's going to have to end my turn because I can't do anything else. Dean, as you're aboard the ship, oh, you're on, you're on, you're on top side. You see, see, uh, Laura over there with his bow and he's shooting at the dragon turtle. And all of a sudden, Gert jumps up and he's like, "I'll handle this." And he jumps over the board. And that's the last time you see him. What are you doing? Um. Well, captain of the ship, we just had a hole getting to the side of our ship. I've got a bunch of men. Mm -hmm. First action, telling some of the men to go down below and start patching that damn hole since there the turtle decided to go yeet with freaking Gert. That's why you're the captain. Second part, second part, throw, have a couple other men, throw a freaking buoy, or, or not a buoy, probably a bobber for Gert, um, <laughs> um, to get his ass back in the water, I mean back in the boat. To make it much easier in, in general wise. Third off, we're on a ship that's equipped for traveling far distances, probably with cannons on it. Is that correct? Yeah. You have cannons. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I got two ideas that are popping in my head right now. Idea number one. Let's find a way to tame this turtle for turtles to make the ship go faster. Because he's tough. He can be an ally. You're fucking brilliant. And it might be freaking, it might be very helpful. Two, um, I don't think we're going to it's not going to be an easy battle and honestly, probably get the fuck out of there. He, he, because 19 is not even hitting. He could so we, I think we have... So he could um, be a weapon on the ship. Not on the ship. I mean, let's be honest. He's a quarter of the size of the ship. He's most of the ship. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. No, actually, if you take a look at the see, the dragon turtle over here, he is the size of the ship. Actually. Um, oh God. He's gargantuan. If he yeah. could get to it, and he could make us go faster. Like, imagine if we became such good allies with him, he, like, attacked the... It's a really good baby. swimmer. It's a really good swimmer, but you guys are still faster than the dragon. You guys could outrun Of course, you have a hole in your ship, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, we need to patch that, that, that hole first. Two, um, do hunters have an ability to be able to, like, tame or... I don't really... I've never played a hunter before. Yeah, or we'll as in like a, see. as in like, uh, we'll see. I want to kind of, we'll see. Okay. So long story short, um, we're not going to be able to beat him. I'm going to yell into the crew to, 
Um, find the winds, set sail, and we need to after we get Gert in the water in the boat. To be honest with you, yeah, it's kind of like we're the not going to leave I, him. <laughs> same thing I told Brandon before he jumped over the side of the ship. You can try. Yeah, that's why when I heard the will speak, um, this is a encounter that I feel where if we do survive or get out of, it's we're going to be in rough shape. All right, so Dean, you, you start hollering at your crew about going down below to deal with the damages that have happened. And so, of course, you know, you see uh, Roger, and he is, you know, takes, takes the lead. So I'll take care of it, Captain. He gets uh, a few men together, about, you know, eight or ten guys, and starts down below. Um, meanwhile, yep. you were talking about trying to get Gert, right? And so... A couple of the yep. crew members, they immediately, you know, like, okay. And they just jump in after him, but they're, you know, uh, they you see like four or five guys, they dive in, you know? Um, yeah. Now then, um, you want, you said something about cannons? Uh, I, we'll see. I'm, but I'm you're, you're, you want to, you want to see if you can tame to... it before you try to blow it up. So, uh, as far as that, you know, is there action you're taking other than the, you know, giving commands? Action-wise, I honestly don't feel to be doing any form of action besides giving commands. Because if I try to do something, I'm going to be in the same predicament as my allies. As I like Ricochet and Bloop. Because I like it. I, I just feel like the I think, I think you're be better off being, um, doing what you're doing right now. Anyway. So, Chris, you there? Drake. Yeah. All right, buddy. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. So there you were, minding your own business. When, uh... <laughs> You see, uh, you notice that you're you're actually going down to give yourself a, a nice snack, okay? Um, you're on your way, you know, who knows where, back home. You've washed up uh, off the coast of, of Stygia, very stinky marshland, and uh, you started to go out to sea to try to make your way to get yourself some food, fish, and whatnot. And you saw this dragon turtle out there. You thought you'd give it space. Chris, are you there? Yeah, hang on one second, Pat. I'm sorry. My my son just called me. Give me one second. Okay. I'll be right. I'll be right with you. Give me one second. We'll, we'll, we'll take we'll take a quick a quick break and we'll get back to it. Okay. Uh, I apologize, guys, for the uh, for the interruption. We'll be back after these messages. Right. Do you know how to swim? Do you want to learn how to swim? Well, come on down. Are you looking for that perfect hemorrhoid cream? (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably going to end up pausing for a second. I got uh, little sneakers trying to out of their rooms. Well, that's fine. Let's go ahead and just take a let's take a ten minute break. Okay, we'll come back here around yeah. nine o'clock. Okay, um, nine o'clock. No, it's eight 
eight fifty now. I'm coming back right now. We're cool. Okay, coming back right now. Okay, that works. Uh, it's not my turn. <laughs> that works. I can that listen cool? into a quick pause. Yeah, go ahead, Dean. You're fine. It'll be a while before I get back around to your turn. All right, so Chris, like I said, you you were heading out to see what? you. Okay. All right. All right, that'll work. All right. Okay. That'll work. All right, I'll see you in the morning. All right, bro. All right, peace out. I'll go back. Sorry about that. No, right family's... He, he called me back. You're fine. So family's more important than I got to give him a ride somewhere in the morning. And... So, uh, all right, you were saying. My bad. All right. Uh, no, you're I fine. I was minding my own business. And I... like, you, like you said, you've had a quite the journey. You uh, were, <laughs> were off the... The Sword Coast somewhere in uh, in in Faerun. And dealing with things with some guilds and whatnot in the uh, uh, dealing with the guilds of Waterdeep. And somehow the Mr. Barovia they swallowed you up. And you ended up in Barovia for you spent almost a year there in the lands of Barovia. Uh, trying to find a way to to free yourself and to free your friends that you made there. And somehow, one of your friends came across a wish room. You remember that? You don't I remember do. much. You don't remember tired. much else after that. <laughs> that works. Kind of went chaotic a little. And when you come back, you're hearing the sounds of the ocean and so forth, and you've been placed somewhere, somewhere in the, the salt waters of, well, it can't, it's not Barovia. You can see the sun shining. You can taste the salt water. You hear the bird. So I don't, I'm not really sure where I am. Not exactly, but you know you're not in Barovia, and that's a blessing. Yeah, so I'm, and I'm in the ocean. You're in the ocean, and uh, you seen you saw this, you know, as, <laughs> as you're coming to to, to grips with what's going on and stuff like that. You take yourself a nice little swim, and you can see that there's a, uh, you know, a sea turtle, a large dragon turtle. You know what a dragon turtle is, you know. You've been in the Sword Coast for you know a long time. You've seen your fair share of dragon turtles, and always steered clear of them. And this time you do the same. And then you see, as you come back up, and you're kind of like an otter, just eating your eating your fish, floating on the waves, watch the seagulls and whatnot. You see this ship start coming up. You're like, wow, that thing is uh, getting awfully close to that that dragon turtle. Of course, they don't know the dragon turtle's there because the dragon turtle's doing the same thing you're doing, feeding off the school of fish, and then it submerges. You're like, oh man, that ship's gonna run right into it, and it nearly does. As the ship makes a correction, but then the sea turtle you see startled, perhaps whatever that may be, it lurches forward and attacks the vessel. Like, oh god! You see, of course, them go into action. They're fighting against the sea turtle. You see this dwarf, 
he's you you hear him exclaim, "I'll handle this," and he jumps off the side, and you see him try as he may, and just belly flops right out of the side of the sea turtle of this dragon turtle that falls full armor right into the water, dropping down below like a rock. He thinks he's doing pretty good. I go down. He's trying to trying to you know uh, you know tread water. But he's not, he's not buoyant at all. He's just going further and further down. It almost seems like his treading is making it worse. And he just plummets like a rock. So with that, Chris, what all was right. All right. At first, I was just going to put myself on the deck of the boat and see if I could give aid. But at this point, whoever this dwarf is, he probably needs some help. So I, I dive down and um, I... He can't sink faster than I can swim. So no. I get to him and I I get him to the surface. Okay. And when he gets to the surface, then I decide I'll talk to him because talking to him underwater would be a waste of time because he'll just be like, blah, 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 blah. So as you rise up to the surface, you're in the I'm midst like of you're in the midst of a battle. As you see that uh, a number of uh, uh, crew members are leaning over the side of the ship with like harpoons and, and spears trying to poke at the sea turtle or the dragon turtle um, as others are actually swimming around it trying to keep clear and they're calling out the name Gert! Gert! Are you here? Gert! Brandon, you've been I look at raised from the from the bottom of the ocean practically to the surface suddenly by this elf. And with that, I, 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 I want to see... And I'm like, I look at the dwarf and I'm like, are you Gert? Yes, yes, I am Gert. Thank you for saving my life. I am uh, I'm the first mate um, of this ship. Well, I'm betting that you'd be more helpful on the deck of the ship than in the water wearing the armor you're wearing. Yes. So I, yes. I, I take the, what is it? I, um... I gotta look at my character sheet real quick. I use a. Doo -doo 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 -doo. I. Uh, do I want to do it that way? I can do it any way I want to. Um. Uh, do I want to burn that spell? I don't really want to. Always so, the decisions to make with a spellcaster. That's what I do. Um. Okay, so I cast Shape Water. And use the water to push both of us up in the air. And as uh, one of my my uh, special ability with the storm sorcerer deal, I have the uh, what is it called the uh, the one where uh, where is it? Um, You're basically it's been a hot minute since I played this. You uh, like you like rock it up into the air. Yes, basically. I, after that, I any spell after I cast it, I can use that deal to like create like a like a wind bullet gust and I take the dwarf with me and we fly over and land onto the it puts me like 20-30 feet in the air and I fly over and land on the deck of the ship with dwarf in tow so have you ever seen Aquaman like save like Wonder Woman at some point yeah you know and kind of the same thing where you see you know Aquaman just <laughs> up out of the water does this flip and lands on the deck instead of Wonder Woman it's this hairy so, Gert. Uh, but yeah, uh, this elf 
basically comes up off a platform that he's you know this this squirt of water propels up out of the out of the ocean and from that you see this uh this elf shoots up into the air about 30 or 40 feet and then flips and lands on the deck of the ship behind you all and and in tow with him he has Gert. So, uh, that was pretty, a pretty name, dramatic entrance. What is your name, good sir? Thank you for saving my life. Uh, you can call me Tars. It's short for Tars Venster, but that's a mouthful. You just call me Tars. T-A-R-Z, Tars. Thank He's you. good with three-letter words. Um, <laughs> Four-letter words, but, you know. <laughs> All right, and uh, is that going to end your whatever, turn? Whatever. Um, yeah, until I can a- ascertain what else is going on. Yeah, that, that'd do it. Okay. Turn. Okay, so as uh, you lurch onto the ship, you guys all see a big puff of steam. <laughs> a bit low out from the side where the, where the, uh, this, the dragon turtle is. And then it begins to descend down underneath the waves um, as the dragon turtle submerges once again and disappears beneath the waves, leaving you with your leaky ship. It seems it was just startled from, from you and suddenly lurched out and attacked you. And of course, with you guys attacking it back, it decided, you know, it's better off eating the school of fish than this ship and leave you but it got you guys together as the crew comes down and sees you down below Chandler um, Chandler uh, you're completely saturated with water and so forth and you, you the bunch of crew members come down Roger uh, is kind of leader of the crew and they see you there pushing planks and so forth up against the hole of the ship uh, in order to try to stop the leak. Uh, Chandler, can I get a strength check from you? <laughs> Eight. Um, I can probably help with that. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, uh, you see a couple of the members of the crew, they come from behind you, and they start to push to try to help. Roll again with advantage. Um, I can also help you if you need my help. 17. He's down below. He's by himself. So, right, so you managed to push the, the boards of the, the planks to get to the hole of the ship in order to try to contain the water. Uh, meanwhile, members of the crew, they come with uh, mallets and nails and they start to pound away at it. Uh, and uh, they thank you immensely for your help with uh, for for helping stop the leak on the ship, although it's temporary, and they'll need to have repairs um, made more fully later. Uh, this gentleman named Roger, he pats you on the back. He says, uh, "I'm glad that you were here. I don't know if we could have got this leak done uh, on it on our own had the whole ship been filled up with water. Uh, we'll take it from here. But Keith, please follow me." And he starts uh, ordering the members of the crew to start bailing the water out of portholes 
in the ship uh, to get rid of the water that is, has uh, has accumulated in the bottom. He, Chris, uh, so if you just pause for one moment, Chris, I apologize for, I'm just trying to get a little narration, get you guys all together. Okay. That's kind of part of my job as the DM. So he, uh, Roger, he grabs you on the shoulder. Okay. And he says, thank you for your assistance. I don't know if we could have done this, you know, uh, and starts taking you up top deck and he brings you over to Dean. Okay. Or, or the captain, uh, the lore. Devento. Say that again? Devento. Devento. Captain Devento. Vaughn. Vaughn Devento. Okay. Uh, Captain Vaughn. Uh, this uh, mercenary, he, was, he helped us with uh, dealing with the patch and the, the hold below. Uh, I don't know that we would have been able to uh, have done the repairs as quickly as possible as we did without his help. Uh, we have the rest of the crew bailing out the rest of the water. But I just thought you should know that without his help, I don't think it was, we uh, we would be as uh, shipworthy as we are right now. Good sir, what is your name? And what is your name? And what is your occupation? Uh, mine went faster than my what I could speak. Thank you for your help. What what is your occupation on this ship? And what is your name, my, sir? My name is Finn. And I am a mercenary y'all brought along. Okay. Roger, do me a huge favor. Um, get this gentleman some extra rations. Get him an extra thing of summer sausage as well for helping. <laughs> <laughs> Love me some summer sausage. <clears throat> All right. Let's get this shit back and going, um, and let's let's replot and re-go on our journey ahead. And future-wise, let's not do how that much, again, and go ahead. How much water has your ship taken on? Uh, I'm getting ready to check that right now. I'm not 100% for sure. I've been up top here for, for now on, for, for the most part. Um, who are you, by the way? I saw you save my first mate. I appreciate that. <laughs> My name is Tarzenster. Uh, you can call me Tars, but I can get the water off your out of your boat, out of your ship. All right. All right. Um, go ahead, Patrick. Faster no, no, than it's I mean, that's nice. You know, it's, it's always nice to have a spellcaster. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I can go, get the water uh, go down below and give hands to where you're needed. Um, that will help out as possible and uh, possible future employment. Well, that'll work. I'll help you get the, the leak in your boat, your ship fixed, and then we can uh, talk about where here is. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, uh, so I'm Captain Devento, by the way. Nice. It was a pleasure to meet you, Captain, and I'm glad I could, I was glad I was in the area to help. Me too. <laughs> the same, the Not as much brought, as Jerk. <laughs> the same guy that brought Vaughn, uh, brought Vaughn, or brought Gert Chandler to Vaughn, brings you, Tars. This is Roger, the greasy Roger, um, down below to deal with the water. He says, "I've got about eight men 
bailing out the water right now, but it could take uh, it could take about an hour or two to, to get it completely done to the point we could go. But I don't know that that hole could be fixed unless we uh, unless we dry dock. <laughs> okay, so um, Pat, I I kind of investigate where the hole is. They've got what? Just a big board put up against it right now to try to slow the water leak. That's correct. Okay, so um, how much water has this area taken on? Has it gone flowed down below decks, or is it all just in this one area? It, it seems to be contained to that chamber. Uh, there's about a. It's it's up to about your your uh, not quite to your knees, but it's up to your calves. It's almost it's also almost a foot deep. Really, that's not bad. And uh, how big is this room? Uh, it's about uh, this particular chamber is about uh, twenty by twenty. Uh, so it it's one of the cargo chambers. So using shape water, I can I can move and manipulate five cubic feet of water per casting, and I can cast that as many times as I want because it's a cantrip. So okay. Um, and I can manipulate the water that's within five cubic feet as well, which would prevent water from coming into the boat through the hole. So I'm going to send the water that's in the room out the hole and then cast shape water. So I basically create a barrier on the outside of the ship right where the hole is so that we don't have any more water entering that way. And that should at least take care of the situation until we can get to a dock. And if I need to stay around here and come down here and recast it, I gotta check and see what the duration on that spell is. But yeah, uh, I, I remember when I first made this character, somebody was telling me that that this cantrip was a useless cantrip, and I think that oh, uh, it's, not. It's, it's not. It's it's thirty. It's thirty feet. When you're only thinking about combat usage, then it becomes a useless spell. But it has a yeah. lot. So uh, I I stay down here until all the water in this chamber is gone. And then um, I use that shape water to keep the water off the outside. So the guys that are actually working on the space can actually seal in whatever they need to seal in and dry it up with tar or whatever it is they need to dry it up with. And uh, that way it's dry. And then they can fix, fix, seal it up and then... I can release the spell and then it should be fine until we get somewhere where they can do more permanent repairs. All right. So George, you're down there with your spell casting and whatnot, telling about stories of your journey as members of the crew try to help by bailing water out some of the portholes that are above the, the water level. Uh, and you're pushing the water out that way as well. As you tell your little stories of your journey of how you ended up here and whatnot from, you know, uh, this land named the sword coast. They say, I don't know where the Sword Coast is. Uh, we're in a, I don't know anything about a place named Faerun. Um, we call this place Thalia. Well, it's it's got a sun overhead, and that's way better than where I've been, so this is a, a an upgrade. <laughs> you're a welcome addition as you're using your magic to, you know, basically using water to stop the water from being water with water. is boggling their mind. But yeah, uh, <laughs> you guys continue your journey a little bit further. Uh, 
before long, Tars, the water down below is is done with. And uh, it seems like uh, everything's holding pretty well. It seems like your your work is done, Doc. Is there anything right, anyone so would I, like? I, I'm going to hand it over to you guys right now. I'm, I'm going to, at first, I'm going to take off my armor so that way it can dry and I can properly dry <laughs> off and everything. Um, because, you know, taking a, almost a permanent swim, it, yeah, I don't want it to get rusted and everything. So I'm going to take off my armor, dry it off real good and make sure I'm nice and dry and everything. Okay. I, like that. I make my way back to the deck. Perfect. That I'm well, going to actually good. talk with Tars and um, ask you. Where, uh, pretty much, uh, Tars, I appreciate all that, all your your help. If you would like, you can definitely join our crew. We are a crew of merchants that are traveling to head to. We are heading to. Are we heading to Manon right now, or? Demos? Yes, Demos? That is correct. So, that apparently, is your this is a world that I'm not from, so I'm not familiar with this place. As part of your crew has filled me in on, I'm from a world named Faerun. I come from the Sword Coast, and they've let me know that okay. this is not that place. So, I have got nowhere to be and no way to get there. So, if you have me in your crew, I'd gladly join your crew. I think I could pull my weight. Uh, yeah, for all the help that you do for us, yeah. As a sea elf, uh, I would also come in handy in the fact that um, when dealing with stuff in the water, I can communicate with anything that has fins and swims. And they He's generally will not bother. Yeah, basically. Sure That's all Arthur. a sea elf. No, no, no. It's not. But that's pretty much a standard with all aquatic elves. So, um, very nice. That is pretty cool. Dragon well, um, different. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, like I said, get, off this, of get this guy a uh, bunk, get him all set up. Um, he yeah. is a part of the crew. I pull Gert off to the side, kind of by himself as of right now, and as in. Keep it on the, as in, so it's just me and him discussing. Keep it on the down low, what we're specifically doing. We're merchants, as he knows of right now, um, until we get to know him better. I, I trust him to an extent. He just came dwarfish. aboard. So as of right now, we are um, just merchants. Are you and, speaking Dwarvish? Yes, I'm speaking Dwarvish. Okay. I agree. I agree. Um, and until we like, until we get to know him a little better, I just just a trust thing, you know. But do keep in mind, Captain. You know he did he did save my life, so I do owe him that. He uh, he did save me from drowning, because um, I was trying to keep us afloat. Yes, um, I do respect the uh, dwarvish honor on that type of yeah. thing, but you know. A uh, king's fool sometimes turns into an assassin. Yes, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. 
All right. So as of right now, um, I'm just going to pass along to the crew just bits and pieces and kind of do it in a subtlety type of way until we get to know this elf. Um, we're merchants. We're just merchants. Yeah. They, they nod in agreement. They're like, okay, Captain, we understand. Chandler. Awesome, awesome. Chandler over there. Yes. Your, uh, your equipment's kind of wet from the endeavor with the dragon turtle. It's moist. Moist. Oh. <laughs> uh, you see that? <laughs> <laughs> over there, the first mate. The first mate is drying out his uh, equipment. You wonder maybe if you should do the same. So you make your way over and take a seat next to Gert, taking off your boots. Is there anything you'd like to say to him? <laughs> was that you? I heard fall off the ship. Yes, <laughs> yes, I was. Matter of fact, I was actually going to uh, cut the head off the, the sea turtle so it can get off our ship, and that way we can properly repair or temporarily repair the ship so that way we can continue our voyage. Did you never learn to swim? Well, <laughs> us dwarves, we don't we don't swim. Um, they we're, we're from the mountain. We dig holes. So, so dwarves—they're like rocks. They—they they don't swim. They don't float. They sink. And I had armor on, so it made it even worse. What good is a dwarf who cannot swim, especially in a land of nothing but sea? Uh, I tend to stay afloat on the boat, so. That was the first time doing that, so I learned my lesson. So, uh, can, am I nearby this conversation? Yeah, you over here. Gert, I'll, I'll tell you that at some point, if I have the ability to, I'll, I'll uh, help you out if I meet any of my kin on this planet. Um, our armor is buoyant, and it doesn't won't make you stink like a rock. So if you're going to be a uh, ocean-dwelling, ocean-going dwarf, your armor should be something that is buoyant and not oof. <laughs> Otherwise, you should not have the armor on when you go well? overboard. Huh? I was wondering if I'm was supposed that? to for the conversation as well. <laughs> because uh, you should not wear it's metal a armor when you go overboard. Sure, you're all... That's you're all right. Right. Mission going yeah. on. So, so um, I, I'm going to do a little bit of a lecture as well. Um, <laughs> as in, um, Gert, you're my first mate. Your job is to stay on the boat. You have nobody to impress here. But also, so, Captain, I was saving. I was risking my life to save everybody on the on the ship. Yo ho, fiddly dee, being a pirate is so fun to be. Very heroic. Roger. Very heroic. What's up? Roger taps you on your shoulder there, Gert. It's like, ah, uh, that's very noble of you, Gert. That is very noble. 
But much like sorry, I I I, I, I will be AFK just for a second. Um, I had a daughter sneak out and scare the bejesus out of my wife. So, all right, you're good. Um, <laughs> all right, one second. So Roger hears you talking, Gert, and patches pat, taps you on your shoulder. He says, "If you don't mind me saying so, Master Gert, um, you're not expendable." You're a, uh, a very valued resource. Uh, someone like me, you know, we're, we're the type that get put in rowboats with explosives. You know, <laughs> not, not the first one. Um, Do those members of the crew wear red shirts? <laughs> <laughs> he asks, uh, do, your, do your new... You know uh, the story of why you call the ship the Greasy Roger? No, Roger. Go ahead and uh, go ahead, and I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you tell the tale. Oh no, sir! I, I I couldn't. I couldn't spoil your spotlight. All right. So, uh, Tars and Finn. And does. It, Quick question, uh, Patrick. Does Aiden know about the story? No, Aiden wasn't on board your guys' ship, so he may have a different perspective of how it all happened. That's right. All right, so, Lorik, Finn, and Tars. We were making our voyage, Mm -hmm. and we came across the ship that we're currently on, which was ran by pirates. Um, Well... We, the captain and I, we came up to, came up with a plan of making a shrapnel bomb. Um, and we put Roger here on the, on, on a little dinghy and he set sail to a, to two different ships that were attacking our fleet, um, that we were a, a part of. Well, we're getting we're getting boarded and everything by the by the pirates and uh, we get done with them and we look over and we see Roger going over to the two ships and igniting this uh, this shrapnel bomb and jumping off the dinghy and managed to we managed to. Uh, meet up with him and get him out of the and back onto the ship. Now, the reason why it's called Greasy is because the captain decided to put fat and grease on the the railing of one side of our ship that we were aborted on. And that way, in case if it got boarded, we would be able to... They would get to the get to the railing and they would slip off because of the grease therefore eliminating those 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 pirates and Roger also uh, greased himself up as he to make him swim faster yes yes so he was the greased up deaf guy after he literally blew up the ship and thus the 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 ship is the greasy the legend of greasy roger 
<laughs> and the scrap metal ball. Very cool. Yeah. A fair name for a fair ship. Honestly, I yeah. actually do well, like that ship name. <laughs> I really do, too. <laughs> hmm. Let us tell so, you the story of the legendary Greasy Roll Jack. Alright. Uh, that's what, uh, Gert was just telling, actually, was the story of the Greasy Roger. Yep. Um, how the Greasy Roger got its name, and Roger's like, I, yeah, I, uh, I was the hero that day, and they even named the ship after me, but, uh, even I'm, uh, expendable. Uh, but you, uh, you're not. Uh, you shouldn't be doing stupid things like that. Forgive me for saying stupid, uh. Master Gert. You're okay. And then he... Uh, please allow me to forgive my... Please forgive me. Let, let me excuse myself. There's much work to be done. Yes, sir. Is that your character sheet there? Uh, then... Uh, um, supposed to be the image, but I can't get it to open. Oh, okay. Oh, well. No worries. I don't know why it came up as a file. It's really not what I had in mind. So let me no. go ahead and get a. Uh, I believe I was having you guys roll a D12. Let me get another one. Who's going to do it? I like to do it. I can roll D12. Roll the two. A two. I rolled a two as well. Okay. Uh, so you rolled a two as oh, so we got two rolls of two. So I, I guess we're going with the two. Going with two. Uh, so you guys uh, get back to, you know, uh, cutting the waves with your ship uh, along your way. Uh, around the um, the coast of of Candor, on your way to the northern lands of between Stygia and the southern land of Candor. Anyway, you're making your way around Candor. It's gonna be you're gonna be seeing the the coast of Candor for quite a while uh, as it first just comes into view, and you're basically going between uh, where the peninsula of Candor the top part of Stygia below the southern continent. And granted, there's a few miles that, that go between them. It's like the channel between, almost like the English channel. And uh, it, it's several miles in between, but uh, as, as you're passing by, you can see that there's a couple of ships that are are uh, are making their way to out into uh and you see towards your direction. Now, they're still a couple of miles off, okay? Uh, and you're just now noticing them. Uh, two ships about the same size as yours, same class. The, uh, the, the man in the cruise nest, he pulls up a telescopic lens and, and takes a look, and he, and he looks down at you and says, Captain, uh, 
It's pirates. Uh, shit. So they're now they're still miles off. They're still miles off. You know. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, I understand. So we're kind of going through a canal type thing or whatnot, and they're coming towards us, miles off. Well, can you access roll twenty there? Uh, yeah, I'm on, I'm on roll twenty right now. I'm looking at it. So you see where the southern tip of Canor and the northern tip of Stygia are? Yeah, that, that little canal in between. Yeah, so that's where you guys are passing through, and from the southern end of it, where uh, where Stygia is, southern part of it, you see two ships start making their way up north. Now, they're just seeming like they're heading your dinner door, but they are pirates, and you are staged as a merchant vessel, so you do the math. Yeah, so they're more or less coming towards us to see what merchandise we have. Right. Um, uh, other than that, no event. It's one ship. But at this time, they're miles off. Two of but them. what would you like? Yeah. To- um, Maybe try to speed up, change your course. Yeah, that's Continuous. exactly what we're going to do. We're going to end up um, uh, subtly uh, changing direction. To just make it seem like that we're kind of following the wind, but away from them. To and I, I tell the crew that, as in, like, uh, gentlemen, we need to um, change our directions, make it smooth. It seem like we're following, so we're not avoiding them. Because if, if they notice that we're avoiding them, they will come after us. Um, uh, would I have to roll like any specific type of check to be able to try to for the ship? Well, you're wanting to speed up, right? Yeah, speed up, and also kind of uh, kind of change course subtly. So, yeah, okay. So let's uh, we're gonna be doing for this sort of thing, doing uh, uh, maybe you you could you could even go as far as like consulting your map. So you're looking at your map now, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. So you can see that there is, you know, different options here. You could try to turn around completely and hit that city there. Maybe you'd be able to make it there before the, the pirates are upon you. And, of course, they're not going to fuck with you in, a, in, a, in an inhabited city, are they? Yeah, that's Banner, or, correct? Or maybe you could make it to one of the rivers up ahead of you and disappear in one of the rivers and make your way up north there. You might be able to... Uh, evade them, or whatever that way. Uh, there are small islands in support that you'll be passing by, and if you look at the southern tip there, there is a small cluster of islands, is there not? Uh, correct, yes. Maybe well, you like could lose them. Island. Maybe you could lose them there. I don't know. So what do you think? Am I, uh, visually wise, Let's, okay, if you're looking at uh, Stigayo, Stigaya, um, the in-between, kind of, you know how there's the three islands that's to the left of it? I'm yeah. Thinking, but I can't. Um, the in-between the bottle, kind of uh, right yeah. there, and kind of curveballing it, keeping our, keeping right there, and then once we see them pass, 
we cut on cut diagonal through to the uh, top of it and then just kind of as close as possible to the shoreline without hitting any reefs and get past them as kind of do kind of a sails down wait sails up go if that makes any sense Pulling Houdini, the disappearing act. Yeah, pretty much using the island as the islands as cover, and then having our guy up top tell us when we're clear. So what you're gonna do? What I'm gonna ask you to do? Because you're gonna be doing the navigating and the so forth and yeah. all the ordering and the whatnot. Make a survival for me, okay? I'm gonna make a what? I'm sorry. A survival. And what you're going to be doing is you're plotting out this plan and so forth and trying to put it in all the details and such and uh, make sure everyone knows their parts in it. So I'm going to ask yep. you to make me a survival check. Now, all right. uh, you can make this check with advantage if maybe like Gerd or members of the crew would be assisting you with trying to do the plotting, uh, which, of course, I'm sure they would. Uh, yeah, we're a team, brah. Yes, we are a team, so I would like to have the assistance to be able to give their mindsets on what to do for this, not just I'll me. Uh, yeah. All right. Which one of you businesses has what the uh, best survival? Well, survival. this is just going to give Dean advantage. So, okay. Dean, go ahead and survival check, this time with advantage. All right. Uh, Nat 20. I'm not touching it. I'm going to show you. I believe you. I believe you. Uh, and what is the total of the check? Then? Uh, 22. <laughs> 22. So. That's a very good. I'm just going to say. It's going to be very difficult for them to, you know, match it. And that's kind of what we're doing here is. I'm going to be doing the same thing on my end. I'm going to make a survival check to try to, you know, how, how, how would I say, head you off of the path. Okay. Of course, you know what I roll. You're not going to know if you're successful or unsuccessful until you know. Well, there we go. So, why don't you give me a little more details to your plan as far as what you're planning on doing, uh, you know, travel-wise, you're making your way towards this set of islands, is that right? Or you're making your, no, you're making your way towards the coast of Stidia, right? Yeah, the the, the left side where it has those, uh, that, those three islands. Okay. Kind of going in between the bottom, the bottom little bitty island and the middle little bitty island. Sails down, just kind of going to set there. Um, use the island as cover. And when they pass on through north-wise... We'll have our crow got, crow's nest guy keep an eye out, and um, uh, right when we see them pass far enough, as in like far enough away where we can cut the shoreline without hitting any coral, and get past them, kind of hug the cor- the hug the shoreline. So uh, we're kind of, honestly kind of stealthing the ship. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. So. Uh... Let me get some uh, perception checks from 
from everybody. Oof. 20. Seven. 17. I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle of some, uh, I rolled really bad. <laughs> okay. I'm focus- yeah, I'm focusing on uh, what my plans are and not really focusing on anything else because I rolled up in seven. I right. rolled a I nat one before I add my bonus to it. Oh. <laughs> I got a nat. Yeah, so I, I'm- okay. So, Tars, you go down to, uh, to recast your spell. Dean, you're calculating on the maps, you know, uh, making sure you're whatever, this, that, and the other, relying on your crew to keep an eye out. Chandler, what was your perception? Uh, 25 in total. Okay, so Brandon and uh, uh, sorry, Finn, Lorik, and Gert, you all sit at the bow of the ship, and you're looking out, waiting for these ships to to pass by the other side of the island. And sure enough, they do. And so then you're watching and you're waiting. Um, let me get some, some stealth checks from you. Um, with it being the... Because I get disadvantage with wearing armor. With it being the ship, does that count as a disadvantage still? Uh, I got it. Uh, I'm just asking these three to do Okay, gotcha. Understandable. I got a 21 disadvantage. Pat, how far away is this ship? Are these ships? Oh, uh, uh, how does, uh, how does Matt say, say it? Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they're, they're a good, uh, 300 yards off. So they're not close. 300 yards off? About 300 yards off. Gert, you thinking on your feet, remember that you're more than just a dwarf with an axe. And you muster up a spell. And you create a fog between the ship and those ships. Okay? To heal you as they pass by. Okay? And you guys managed to hunker down and be maintain the fog as the ships go and continue on and on in the ocean deep, leaving you all behind. A good 30 or 40 minutes go by, and there's no sign of it. I, I, I said that, Patrick. Um, I completely forgot about fog cloud. Oh. And uh, what's the name again? Your name is uh, Vento. What? Captain Vento, right? Devento. Mm-hmm. Bond Devento. Kind of like Danny DeVito. Bond Devento. Yeah. Devento. Exactly. All right. Correct. I'm, I'm going to go find the captain. And I'm going to be like, uh, Captain Devento, um, I just, if they get any closer um, and they have to get within a, about 
100 to 200 feet from us, which is pretty freaking close. But if they are coming in that range, I could create a tidal wave toward at least one of them if they're close enough to each other to both of them. Enough to get them to want to move and turn in a different direction. Not anything okay. super high, like about 30, 40 feet wide by 10 feet high, blah, blah, blah and so on. Yeah, I would uh, definitely, if, if there's any danger that's that close, don't be afraid to do that. That okay. is a very, very that's good view. Yeah. If he if if you ever hear Von Devento say deploy countermeasures, that's exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the code word is Taiwan. 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 <laughs> Taiwan. Taiwan. It's messed up, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. Tsunami. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, the uh the, the encounter goes by, and of course the ships, they disappear, time elapses, and you guys begin your journey yet again. Sweet. And you guys know how this ends. Roll me a d12. Is this just one d12? Just one of you. Eleven. Maybe decide who's gonna roll. Okay, just one. Oh yeah, we need to decide who's gonna roll. That, yeah, I kind of agree. Everyone's, everyone, other brothers rolling. This is a team building exercise right here. Or we can. All right, you know, take everybody. Care. Roll a d6. Whoever's got the highest rolls the twelve. All right, I like it. I roll a four. I roll, I roll a, a five, five. Mopo. I rolled a five as well. All right, the three that rolled a five, roll another D D six. Six. Four. You got it. All right, who's rolling it? All right, is it Dean? I rolled it. Roll good, yep. Pat. I got a Pat. When you get a minute, I got a question. Yeah. Go ahead and ask. So, uh, so that tidal wave spell is a, a third level spell, and it's not like most spells where at levels it gives you uh, the ability to uh, boost it. I'm wondering, with my sorcery points, if I spend a point or two, can I double or possibly triple the area of effect? Is that what one of the uh, one of the uh, uh, abilities that you have? Well, I can use the sorcery points to buy spells and spells. So I'm right. just wondering, it doesn't it doesn't give me any gear anything toward that particular spell. I'm just wondering if I was really if I could do it, and if so, how many sorcery points would I have to spend to do that? Well, normally, normally the abilities you take uh, for the your your uh, uh, sorcery points. It has a description in the way that it affects the spell, so it depends on the way that you're using it, using the uh, the thing to how it affects it. But yes, definitely you can. Okay, and, and we'll definitely we'll definitely cross that bridge when we get to it 
I'm outside right now. I'll need to be sitting at my to, to do it. Uh, I'm just hanging out, you know, doing things, you know, shooting from the hip right here. So. Okay. Oh, literally shooting from the hip. I got you. Yeah. So, uh, you're watering the plant. Right. In the uh, you, uh, no, no, I'm, I'm just outside hanging out. Uh, I don't have all my notes in front of me. I just have a few things just to run what we're doing right now. It's just travel. Travel is simple. You guys roll dice, and I decide what comes. I roll a four. Four. Not a four. Not a four. Never a four. was an 11. The roll that I won the die roll with was a four. I don't know. Whichever you want to go with. (laughs) I would like to get a D4. He rolled a four. four. I think you should go with I would like you to roll a D4, please. D4. A door. <laughs> no. I need to download me a cool background. Okay. I rolled a one. Okay. That's okay. It's okay. Sometimes it's a good thing to roll a one. Exactly. Um, so... You guys are still traveling. You guys get back on track, making your way across the canal. And you begin making your way through the coast. Now, the southern lands of Candor are a little precarious, a little strange. It's kind of shallow. It's a little shallower than it seems. It seems like a deep gulf, but it's not. In fact, it, they, they talk about, uh, let me get some history checks. Let's see what they talk mm-hmm. about. Let's find out what they talk about. All right. Um, history check. I'm rolling, am I actually rolling a history check? I got a... 17. I got a 10. 15 plus I would probably 17. not have a clue as to any history here. No, I'll give you disadvantage. Me? That yeah. makes sense. How I mean, I have history, but all right. I'm rolling... I'm actually rolling history here, too. Because you may history, you may know some about the cosmos, my friend. You are the cosmos. You man. are our king, through and through. So okay, so I have disadvantage. Well, I rolled a twelve and a one. So so you don't know my shit. history. Is, my history is uh, plus five. <laughs> five. My history is plus four. It makes it a five. Thanks for the disadvantage roll. Love you. Alright, I'm going to go around. I'm going to ask Chandler, what did you get? I got a three. A three. You don't know. I know more than he does. I don't know nothing. (laughs) (laughs) You don't know much about the world outside of Camaria. You know how, you know where to buy the steel and where to buy the armor and you know where to buy the drink. That's all you need to know. Um, What about you, Uh, Dean? What did you get? 17. What about you, Aiden? Aiden? Chandler, you're... I got a 10. 10. And uh, Brandon? Also a 10. So, Brandon and Aiden, and even D, you know at least that there used to be a kingdom. Uh, that this That this area that you're sailing over right now used to be dry land. 
used to be a vast land. Uh, uh, some kingdom named Aquilonia that once was here. But little know whatever happened. Wait a minute. Where are we on the map? You're in the southern part of Candor. Part of it's underwater now? Yeah. Dean. Okay. Dean. Yes, sir. You, uh, you are some of that few that know a little bit more about what took place here. They say that there was a god king named Cal, and he was, uh, he was a paladin that served through peace. Um, had a, a very long life due to uh, supernatural gifts given to him. To him. Um, and he had a large reign for a long time. There was a point where there wasn't a channel between Stygia and Candor, but they were one land, one long, vast land. And it was a now it was all like marshland in the area uh, south of where you were. Uh, that the rocky of of Candor, uh, and that there was a great city named Aquilonia upon those rocky mounts, looking over into the vastness of the sea below and the lands of Stygia to the south. It was a great wealth of knowledge and. Also the home of what they call the five dragons, which were five powerful paladins that rode upon um, dragons that uh, protected the lands of Candor from the evils throughout the land. Uh, they had a reign for a long time until eventually darkness did fall upon Aquilonia and years later uh, the, the paladins was disbanded after Cal perished, and then a reign of of terror began in Aquilonia as vampires came into power, and were then finally vanquished by great heroes. But in the battle, uh, there was a great catastrophe, and Aquilonia now lies beneath the waves that you now sail upon. Gentlemen, we need to keep sailing. This is bad. Oh, yeah. And as you say that, you hear a... <laughs> Frickin' sirens. You hear something, some beautiful sound off in the distance. You can't quite place it. You don't know where it's coming from. Let me get some perception checks. Ah. Oh, okay, good. I thought you were going to say constitution saving throw or something like that. I was like, ah, crap. Perception. You said perception. 11, 16. I got 22. As you guys look up, you see in the waves, there's a woman. You see a woman out in the waves, I said. Okay, you guys, 
And one of you would exclaim, look up and saw this woman swimming out in the waves with red hair. She looks like she's not wearing a top. Like, there's no brassiere or anything. You see her as God made her, sitting out there in the waves, singing. Pat, being a, uh, I mean, this isn't the world I'm from, but being from the ocean, do I, I rolled a, do I know what this is? Everyone can roll me nature, arcana, checks, even checks if you'd like. Whatever you're best at. I got a 14 on history check. Yeah, I'm two on each, so let's see how I go. I'm at 11. So that'd be a a three. I got a 13 on history check. 11 on history. 20, 23. 23. Uh, you definitely know what this is, Tars. You don't have to be from here what a mermaid is. Most of you could put that together. Dean, those of you that roll lower than a 12, you're not quite sure. You're just like, there's some girl out there. You know, she's pretty. Maybe we should help her. And the rest of you like, that's a mermaid. She'll drown. So, in most cases, the merfolk and the aquatic elves are generally on friendly terms. Yeah. So, um, I offer to go try to see what this particular mermaid wants, or merfolk wants, and see if, uh, it's alone if they want me to. Sorry. Okay. Uh, the, the, the captain has to, has, uh, has ran to the bathroom. He, he was about to poop himself from seeing that. Um, <laughs> no, yes. no. I will, I will. I had a son that had to go potty. Wait for him to get back. Irony. <laughs> I have, I had an AirPod in. No, you're good. Oh, Okay. <laughs> no, my son, my son got up, and I was wondering why he was up, but he had to go potty. So, same similarity. <laughs> no, no, you're good. I thought you were going to be, be a minute, so I was going to go ahead and... No, no, he's good. You're good. So, uh, oh. yeah, I, I, well, first off, um, yeah, I think that's perfect. Right? If he, so, Finn ended up kind of... Not, was it Finn, right? The, the, the TARS... Tars explained that you guys have a kind of a friendly term with the mermaid. Yeah, usually. Okay. So he can be kind of our ambassador, but not leaving the boat. I can see him leaving and then um, him kind of getting torn apart. You know, nom nom. You're going to change the direction of the ship to engage the the mermaid in conversation? No. No, I'm not changing the direction of the ship. I'm changing the positioning of the elf. Basically, he's saying if I go off the boat and something happens, they really can't do anything to help me. No, yeah. we'd leave them. We're no, no we'd leave you. What What are you doing, Tars? Um, she's a what? How How far away is she? She's about 90 feet out in the water. 
All She's right. just treading water, it seems, singing. So I get to the edge of the ship, and in Aquan, which is like the common, it's this aquatic elf, but it's also like, I, I basically yell out to her and ask her what, what she wants and what her business is. Identify myself and who I am and As you call out to her, she giggles and darts below the waves. Disappearing below the waves. And you want me to stay on the boat, correct? Oh, yeah. Sail. And we're just going to sail, sail on. I'm not. Nope. 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 Go. Nope. So, I will tell you that in most cases, Mermaids, when they're doing this type of stuff, are doing this to uh, gain treasures and take advantage of sailors. <clears throat> if well, they're in this water on a regular basis, and you are going to be sailing back and forth in this area from time to time, wouldn't it be nice to have an entire merfolk community kind of on your side in case you're being attacked or something in this area? They might come to your aid. My, I only um, say that because it might be worth it might be worth the risk. And it's not I, like I'm gonna drown. I understand. If you're willing to take that risk and something happens, um and something bad happens, you are going to get left. I'm just letting you know. We will give you um I'm going to say twenty minutes. <laughs> Go down there, see what's up. If not, we are going to get going. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, Tars. Bye, Tars. <laughs> okay. Bye, Tars. <laughs> right. <laughs> what was that? Okay. What was that aquatic elves day that we met that one day? <laughs> oh yeah, you know, yeah. four-letter word. <laughs> Yeah, but also I, I've seen Pirates of the Caribbean when um, the mermaids are also like really beautiful, but also rip sailors apart. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm aware. Uh, most of our, pretty much every single one of our men, besides uh, Lorcan, doesn't have to worry about going into the water because Lorcan, it's not a, um, a big old muscular orc that's in the water, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I'm good on that. Not my type. <laughs> well, I'm just keep going. That's fine. So, uh, that witch. If, like if you would like to explore 20 minutes, uh, we can just keep sailing. Because right now we're on a window. We're on a schedule right now for our um, boss. On a tight schedule. Well, Let's rephrase that. We're going to have to come back this way at some point, right? That is correct. Well, then if we run into these and then again, we can deal with it then. You got that right. Okay. When we're not, when we're not in a, when we're not uh, heading somewhere. I agree with that. And if it becomes an issue after the next day or so, it's an issue as we go, we can deal with it as it becomes more of an issue. Yeah. Yep. Right now, she's just singing in the, in the water. That's fine. She's singing in the sea. 
Mm-hmm. So onward. Oh, I was mm-hmm. doing the Pirates of the Caribbean, and you were doing the Little Mermaid. <laughs> All right, so you guys continue forward uh, journey. You guys, you know, make your way pretty pretty far. If you guys are watching the map, you guys aren't here anymore. You encounter the the uh, pirates over here in this area. And you guys continue to make your way up through the southern parts of, of Candor. And you continue to make your way across the might call the Gulf here. And as you're making your way, you uh, once again are hearing Ah, yeah, great. Someone calls her a fish. You see, um, you look up uh, and you see not one, but but three of these mermaids, and they're over there in the water, and they're singing. They're still a uh, good distance away, about a hundred feet out, you know, give or take from from the ship. Uh, let me get some perception checks, please. Ten. Eighteen. 18. 22. 17. 25. 1. You say 25. You, you say 25? Zero. Um, who, did somebody roll a 25, I heard? Yeah. Okay, so 25, 22, 17, 18. Yep. Uh, so, Dean, you're looking at these beautiful mermaids, and you're kind of making sure that your coat's up on right, you know. Uh, (laughs) Meanwhile, the three of you see that on the other side of the boat, there's three more. And they're about half the distance closer, about 50 feet off. Uh, Oh boy. We um, need to leave. Can I get everyone to go ahead and roll me a uh, a charisma saving throw? Um, is it like um versus charm? Something like that. You're not gonna have to. Roll it. I don't have to roll it. Yeah. Eighteen. Eighteen. Fifteen. My my oh I have advantage a little bit so advantage oh yeah uh let let me get those advantage let me get those checks gentlemen I'm doing it's a saving throw right yeah uh Brandon what did you roll a wisdom all right Brandon uh for charisma that is correct I got an eighteen eighteen. Dean, what did you roll? It's wisdom or charisma. I rolled a 15. Charisma. 15. Was it wisdom or charisma? Charisma? Charisma. charisma. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 
better. So that'd be a 20 or a 26. I think I saved it either way. 26, yeah. The 26 was with the advantage. Uh, what about you, Chandler? I got an 18. 18. Who's going swimming? Um, and you, Aiden? Two. Fucking Aiden. <laughs> I believe you're Elvin, correct? You do get advantage. Yeah. Ooh! Oh, so I can I can go again. Okay. <laughs> yeah, elves are really difficult, hard to charm and manipulate. Me. Oh man, not that much better. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're Christmas. What kind of elf are you? So, um, Aiden, Dean. Oh, big. Man, these girls are really pretty. And you're looking at them and you're like, man, I need to be out in the water with them. And so you start oh, no. making your way to the, to the side of the ship and start putting your leg. Now, the rest of you, the rest of you, you guys are like, Ooh. you guys are really enticed, but you're not that enticed. You just see them growing forward. Chris, just give me a moment, bud. Okay. So you see them making their making their way towards the edge of the ship, okay, to basically throw themselves overboard. Um, they don't seem like themselves. Their 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 eyes they seem a little bit glazed over. Um, they're kind of just walking, almost like they're smelling cinnamon buns. You know, following their nose like toucan sand. Oh God. Um, yeah. What would you I like to you. do? Is, I'm going is the to... one player character heading off the boat too. So Dean and Aiden both. So yeah, Loric and Von Deventon. I'm going to right. go. I'm, go, I'm going to make a suggestion to Aquatic Elf to uh, conjure up some some water, like a cup full of water, and splash it on their face to try to get them to wake up. Oh, yeah, like, I can't. I can't. Yeah, I, I can manipulate water that's already here, but I can't just create water out of thin air. Um, oh yeah, we're, we're in the ocean, though. Yeah. Um. I mean, I can cast shape water and pull water off from the water and splash the three guys that are heading toward the edge of the edge, and see if yeah. that not breaks their concentration. And in the meantime, yeah. I'm going to head in to try to get between them and the edge of the boat. Yeah, I'm also going to do that as well. So you guys are <laughs> positioning yourselves between them and the edge of the boat. So you guys go over and you're trying to grab them and pull them we're, away from from the edge of the edge of gonna, the uh, boat. Uh, gonna, let me get yeah, some strength. We're going to be like in between. Let me get some strengths from. You. I got a bit. Um. So I have a fourteen. 14, Loric and Dean, let me get some strength checks from you, but we're going to make these a disadvantage. Okay. You're not yourself. I mean, my strength is a 14. Okay, 20, 30, 20, and 9. 
Okay. Laura? Lorik, Aiden. Yeah. I need a strength check from you at disadvantage. So yeah, my I got strength is a. Yes, thank I you. I need to roll a strength. Yes, you do. I'll wait. I'll wait. The bells are going crazy. Bong. So is there nine of them? Or three on one side, three on the other? It's like three and three. Yes. Lorik, how about that strength check, please? I got a six. Okay. Sorry, I didn't realize you died like three times. Thank you. Uh, all right. So uh, you guys uh, grab them and pull them back away from the edge of the ship. Uh, but they still are persisting. Uh, under the guise of this spell, apparently. You guys are still hearing the ah, and you can't help but feel the pull. Let me get some charisma saving throws from both of you. Yay. Um, I got a 19. Not you, Brandon. You already saved. Oh. oh. Just just okay. Dean and Lord. Dean and Aiden. That's right. Seven. That's right. So seven, Dean and Aiden. Seventeen. 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 Aiden, yeah. you're muted. Bueller. I got a sixteen. Sixteen. Very good. So the two of you just save, okay? The DC was sixteen, and as they pull you back away from the side of the ship, uh, you step out of it. You're like, oh, geez. They're so pretty. Uh, I, I don't know what came over me, you know, and you can still hear them. Ah, and you see Roger and the rest of the crew, and they're kind of, you know, some of them are fighting it back, and Roger does the same things. Like, he, he just, uh, let me see, Roger. Roger. Roger rolls a natural swing. Roger sees some of the crew members are like, hey, snap out of it. And he sees uh, uh, one of the guys on the uh, uh, on the sails. He says, "Full sail, full sail!" And he starts trying to get those that are still uh, still aware to to speed up the ship and uh, so forth. And they they begin to do so, but many of the crew are still making their way towards the edges of the ship. Guys, you guys have six crew members that are trying to make their way. Off the ship now. Six crew members. You can replace six crew, but what are you guys gonna yeah. do? Uh, I yell out there to uh, where whoever is not being messed up like I was. Um, uh, go and try to grab the crew and tie them to some. Tie them onto the ship. Tie them even if it's right on the railing. So when they fall off, they're just dangling there, but not by the neck. Um, <laughs> All right. Drag him below try the deck. To, yeah, as in try to hold, tie him down so when we get far enough away, we can snap their asses out of it. Yeah, Drag okay. him below deck. I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm going to join the rest of the crew and assisting them on pulling the rest of the crew members out of it. Okay, uh, let me go get some strength checks from the water. 
Okay. I'm going to be doing something different. Okay. Well, I rolled I got... an 18 for a total of 23. All right. So you go up and you now grab one of the numbers. With a total of 24. And go to restrain them. And Dean, what did you roll? Dean? Natural 20, so 24. And you restrain another one of the group. Uh, Chandler, what are you doing? Uh, I was going to help restrain, and I rolled a 19 in total. All right, so you grab up, grab one of the members, and you're like, you know, dude, snap out of it. You restrain him as well. What about you, Aiden? What are you doing? I, I was doing the same thing, and I got a 19. Okay, so you grab another crew member. That leaves two. So they, they, they grab uh, four of the six crew members. That leaves two. Tarzinster, you had another plan. What do you think? Um, they're not going to like me. <laughs> that's okay. I'm not here. I'm not here to win friends. Um, at least the mermaids aren't going to like me. So, um, whichever, I draw my staff out and it's crackling with lightning. And I look down at them and an awkward, I'm like, I give you the count of three and you're going to, I'm going to lightning bolt you and it, it's not going to be friendly. I'm like, one, two, and if the, if the singing doesn't stop, I launch a lightning bolt from the staff at the three that are on this side. And it's a 9d6 lightning bolt that comes out of thunder and lightning staff. Uh, let me get an intimidation roll from you. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Be, before you, before you release the thunder, let me get an intimidation roll. I have a plus seven intimidation I'm rolling 17, okay. that would be a 24. I mean, that's <laughs> charisma's my friend. And I'm looking at him like, I'd rather be your friend. Okay. But so I'm protecting this crew. They they hear your threats and so forth. And like, uh, they look at each other and they dart below the waves, leaving you. Uh, the, the rest, music stops. Yeah, your fruit. Yeah, the, the music stops. So like we're not we're not dealing with Zeus over here, um, and so they they all stop singing and they disappear into the waste below. So much for negotiations. <laughs> I mean, that was kind of negotiating. <laughs> hey, they, they I said, I'm your friend, but if you're gonna force this on me, I'll do it. Uh, Roger, he looks at you, uh, Captain Vaughn. He says, Captain, that was that was a close one. Uh, I, I nearly thought you were going overboard. <laughs> I did too, and I apologize for that. that I did not expect that to happen. Uh, <laughs> we so need... Uh... Maybe it would have behooved us for me to go underwater last time and try to make friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, I did say you got 20 minutes, but you know. It, it, you were in, we were in a hurry. You, yeah, we've all had a long day, Captain. Why don't you uh, give it a rest? And uh, The sun the sun's going down. Uh, we'll, slow, we'll slow here. Uh, maybe uh, Maybe I'll take the helm for a while. That's slow here. Let's go past here. No. Let's go past here, and then we'll slow. I'll stay awake <laughs> until we get past here. He, he says, uh, "Maybe, maybe I'll take the helm. I'll, I'll take the helm for a while." 
if you like. Um, go for it. Yeah, I will take a small little, small rest, girth, uh, watch over as well. Because I'm, I'm honestly kind of disappointed in myself for falling for something so, you know, in a way kind of beating myself up. Oh, don't beat yourself up. The way up, yeah. Roger sounded, it sounded a little sketchy, man. I'm telling yeah. you, I still think Roger is, uh, he's up to something. I don't like that shit. Who's yeah. Roger? Greasy Roger is kind of, he is the, um, he is the, one of our main crewmen. What, what did I name him? He was kind of like a, he's, he's pretty much keeping an eye on tra- training the troops is what it is. That's who's on our ship. He's not the first mate, but he is kind of, up there. kind of like a quarter, quarterman. Quartermaster. Quartermaster, Yeah. So I, I understand that, but he was also looking at the. I feel that he's looking for the best interest for the crew, especially with it being that close of a call. You know what I mean? Right. I think that he is trying to, you know, he's trying to prove himself. He's trying. To, I don't. I don't feel he's very much. How do I say it? Um, he. I don't think that he is trying to deceive us in any way, shape, or form. I feel that he's trying to prove himself. You say that now. You say that then, now. Then it is, is a war. Do and what? You should, roll an insight. you should roll an insight on him then. An insight. Let's on um, Roger. Yeah. All right, let's do it. I'll, I'll, I want to roll an insight on him. I'm having, I have trust in him. But if you're not, and you, yeah. that's, that's you. Bra. Bra. I agree. I agree on the inside. Oh, okay. nice. A 20. I got a 20. Two 20s for insight. Is that correct? Yeah. Anyone else? Oh, no. I was the only one who got. Yeah, I was the only one that honestly kind of thought that yeah unless unless uh uh finn and tars feel the same way i'm 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 feeling that i'm having kind of like a stepson type trust in him for the more and more he's proving himself so my character himself has a trust in him so laura you looking at you're looking at roger over there taking the helm from the captain you're like I don't trust him I don't trust anyone you look at him and he's he looks back over at the captain he nods his head he's like yeah but everything he's done to this part you're really kind of trying to put it together like you guys asked him to go get aboard that that boat that bomb and he did that. And then you guys asked him to help put together a crew. And he did that. And then he's even taken upon himself to help manage the crew in the times of need down below deck, you know, to help Chandler and 
them to patch up the hole and bail out the ship. And even when the mermaids, they, they attacked, he helped make sure that the ship got to safety. So it's not easy for you to yeah, trust I'm... someone. You've never trusted him. You've always found it was hard. As you always see the worst of you see the worst of yourself. So, but now you're wondering if maybe Roger isn't such a bad guy. So from my point of view, and I, I don't know any of you, my point of view, since you included me in this, yeah. um, at least to the situation that took, just took place, and you got like most of them hands on deck trying to jump overboard to go get some fishtail. And uh, he's one of the few people that aren't entranced. He was trying to rectify the situation by removing the ship and the, the crew out of the danger. I don't get the vibe you get, but like I said, I'm new here. Now, I was considering going overboard and trying to continue a conversation with these merfolk so we don't have this problem again in say 20, 30 minutes, an hour, two hours. Because we're not in the same place we were when the one came up earlier. We're probably miles from that location. Yeah. Am I right, Pat? Oh, yeah. You got a long so way to go. To so they can try, I can just tell you, cover a lot of territory underwater really fast. So, and their territory could be a large territory. That you might not sail out of for days. You are approaching um, a couple of places that you could waylay. There was talk about making lasting repairs to the ship. Uh, soon you're going to cross past uh, two major uh, places. One, Fala, and another, Ilian. Ilium being an island between Deimos and Candor. Either one of them could be places where you could get some repairs. It'd be probably easier to obtain a fallout. But uh, not much is known about falling ever since the, the war that is deep. But who's actually in power in Candor? Now that the five dragons have been disbanded as heroes have come through and vanquished darkness. But what about a government? There's nothing in place there. Everything's kind of lawless. You don't know what to expect. How about Andor? Yeah. So I'll there's follow. follow. You're coming coming up here next, but uh, not really sure what to expect there. You've never been there before. But Ilian. Ilian's kind of, uh, it's kind of rich. It's a little wealthy. Um, repairs would be costly. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, when it comes down to wealth, it comes down to, and our line of business comes down to um, uh, somebody that, more law, if that makes any sense. As in, we can be in port while they're repairing our ship, and up, random cargo inspection. And uh, you don't need any of that. 
No, we do not. Yep. So as of right now, he he thinks uh, uh, the I know which Tars. Oh, thank you, Tars. <laughs> Tars. Um, he thinks that we're just merchants. And um, so honestly, as of right now, he's kind of proven. Has this been within, within like a few days span? From the pirates or this or that, or just within one day. Um, you know. On another note, hey, Cap. Yeah. Let what? me get a. Uh, you cut out there, Pat. Sorry. Uh, let me get it from from the lot of you, uh, with the exception of Tarks, because you're not really from around here. Let me get a history check from from you. See how much we might actually know from the east around here. Fourteen. Eleven. Eleven. Eighteen. What about you, Aiden? I got an above game question for you. Go ahead. Aiden, you are muted. Yeah, what was that? What was that rolling? I just sent you a message on Discord. A history check, history. Okay. I got a 10. Two. Okay, I got a couple of different Discord channels. Which Discord did you send it to? The DM one. The DM channel that's open in this right now. I'm doing it right now. As soon as I finish typing it up. Sorry, I can't see my keyboard. It's a new keyboard. My old one, I spilled a drink on it. Nice. Okay. Noted. Um. So I was having you guys roll history checks, correct? Yeah. Uh, what were the results of those? I did. I got a fourteen. Gert got a an eleven. I got an 18. 18. And Aiden, what was yours? A 10. So, um... I just said... What? What was that, Chris? I just sent it to the the DM channel. Okay. I had another note there a few ago, but you'll see it. All right. Uh, not, a, not, I don't know. It's uh, hard to say right now, Chris, from, from, um, more north. I don't know exactly where. You're further north. A bit further north. Okay. Be, be a for, bit okay. further north. Um. Okay. So, Chandler, you rolled an yes. 18. Um. You know enough about Fallen to know that you could obtain some goods here relatively cheap. Um, and that you could also get your repairs there done pretty cheap and discreet. Um, if you go to the right harbor. And you've actually made port here before. And you know a shipmaster 
that won't ask many questions and will do the repairs reasonably. And he normally has a large shipment of wine uh, that 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 uh, that you can pick up some work with as well. Things that you may be able to relate to the captain uh, while they're wondering where to get repairs. How close am I to the captain? Uh, you're on the deck with him. So, yeah, you can okay. find the captain relatively easily. You you meander over, and he uh, he's wondering if he should stay up and make sure that he's through the water. So maybe he's at the bow of the ship as Roger's taking the helm, and he looks out with his, uh, his telescopic <laughs> lens to see that the way is clear ahead. You come up from behind him, uh, disturbing him. He puts away his telescopic lens, and Von Devento, you find, uh, what was his name again? <laughs> Finn. 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 Uh, <laughs> Finn has walked up to you. One of the mercenaries you hired out of Chimera. Um, all of his clothes are finally dry, and he's put his armor back on, and he, he seems uh, he seems like he's fairly proficient. Well, Finn. So, Cap, yes. I have some information I'd like to pass to you. I'm listening. If we go to Fala, I know a place where we can get our repairs done cheap and wine to sell. So a job on a job. Correct. Okay. And it keeps us out of that. Oh, go ahead. Yep. And if we ever do get a random cargo inspection, we have goods. Yeah, we we. I just launched my D twenty crap. What did what did it come up on <laughs> by chance? Twelve. It's a decent roll. <laughs> I should do that more often. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that sounds good because I know um, the other place, uh, Ilian, is a bunch of pot rich people, and I don't like people like that. And they're nosy. Uh-huh. And when there's nosy, there's authority. When there's authority, there's putting, you know, putting their noses in places where they're not supposed to be. And I do not like cells. The Falla. It is. I yell out loud. Set sails to Falla. Aye, aye. Aye, aye, Captain. And uh, uh, Roger, he takes the the wheel and cuts it left in order to follow the, the coastline up the... Uh, up the eastern coast of Candor, and you, the wind catches the sails, and you begin uh, to cut the water uh, quite well as you make good time. Um, traveling, you made a very good journey on this particular session, crossing through the, uh, the canal between Stygia and Candor. Having finished up your journey across the vast sea, encountering uh, a dragon turtle, some mermaids, and a couple of uh, pirate ships that you may
managed to evade all in a day's work, right? Yeah, all in a day's work. Well, it has been fun. Most of us have work in the morning, and I'll see some of you there. Um, But it has been fun this evening. Thank you for joining us here at the table in the tavern. And until next time, uh, remember to be kind to each other because we're all in this together. Uh, Say goodnight, everyone. Goodnight, everyone. We're all in this together.